warning. If you believe in Santa Claus, then please skip over this episode. Or if you have small children in earshot, then grab some headphones or listen to this later. Because in today's episode, we'll be talking about whether your beliefs are real or not, and the impact that they have on your life and in your business. Don't say I didn't warn you. Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host, Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation, and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills, and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Welcome to episode number 10, and today we're going to be having a conversation together, just me and you around something that I see all too often holding small business owners and entrepreneurs back. That is our beliefs. Or the way I like to think about it is the stories that we are telling ourselves or we're believing inside our minds. And these beliefs, they impact everything. They impact all areas of your life and all areas of your business too. Some of those beliefs and impacts will be really positive And others could really truly be holding you back and holding your business back. And that's something I don't want to see happen to you any longer. So the way to think about this is how our minds really work on autopilot. And we dove into that in episode number one, where we talk about how our minds are basically like computers, how we delete, how we distort, and how we generalize. And one of the key things that we use as a way to delete, distort, and generalize is our beliefs. And our beliefs are simply what we believe to be true, and they're fact in our mind. But the way that I like to think about them or to help you start to understand and question your beliefs is, are they really true? Because think about it this way. If you believe something to be true and someone else that lives in the same world as you can believe the complete opposite, well, what really is true? And I'm sure you could argue till you're blue in the face about why you're right or why they're wrong or vice versa. And the truth of the matter is, because you believe something to be true, that will impact your reality. It'll impact the way that you think about it, the way that you feel, the way that you act. And all of this can have a huge impact without you even realizing it. So that's where, as a coach and a mentor for small business owners and entrepreneurs, this is one of the tools that I absolutely love helping my clients crack through and overcome because it's actually really simple. Beliefs can be tackled and completely broken and flipped around in 360 degrees so that something that you believe to be true can no longer be true as well, especially if it's not working for you. So in this episode, we're going to be shining the spotlight into the stories and the beliefs that you have. And think about it in terms of a movie, right? When you think about the way that you're operating in your business or the way that you're thinking about your business, how do you feel? What category or what genre does it fit into? Does it feel like it's a horror story? Does it feel like it's a thriller? Does it feel like it's a comedy? Does it feel like it's like a romantic kind of movie? Because all the way that you view it will completely change the way that you show up and the way that you engage with that movie as well. So if you see your business as being like a a nightmare, well, guess what's going to happen? You'll start to see that in reality as well. 
And the scary fact is that our beliefs, as I said before, impact everything in terms of what we believe or think is possible or what's not possible as well. So even when it comes down to setting your goals and the strategies that you work with, this is why your mindset is a really key component. And if you haven't already done so, I'd completely recommend that you jump over and do my free quiz because there you'll get to see how strong your beliefs and your mindset are and if they're holding you back. So you could do that over at the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash 10. You'll see there a link in the show notes for you to complete the business growth blocks quiz and you'll get to see how your mindset is impacting you, whether that's in a positive way or in a not so positive way as well. But this also takes it back to how do you even design your goals or your business if you've got limiting beliefs? Because they will massively impact what you think is even possible, what you could even contemplate in your mind. And that's why often when I've cracked through beliefs that are holding my clients back, we then have to go back to the design to make sure, is their goal still valid? Because guess what? Most often they look at that and go, I was playing small or that goal or what I decided to go for was was clouded or was distorted because the belief that I had. So instead, I want to make it happen faster. I want to make it happen bigger or actually this is really what I want. What I was thinking I wanted, that was just because that's what I thought was possible. But that was clouded, as I said, because of the belief that they were holding on to. So like I said, I want you to start to think about your beliefs, especially the limiting beliefs as stories. And these stories can be changed and they can be reprogrammed. And that's why even in the world of neuro-linguistic programming, NLP, one of my go-to tools because they get fast and rapid transformations. Well, you can basically tap into your unconscious mind and you can basically reprogram those beliefs. So therefore, they don't hold you back anymore. And I know you might be sitting here thinking, yeah, right, Osman, surely it can't be that easy. And that's what I thought before I went on my first NLP course. But I have got hundreds and hundreds of examples of my personal clients, my students on my NLP courses, how they've basically been able to let go of beliefs that were holding them back in an instant effectively. This takes me back to my pre-public warning that I gave you about Santa Claus. Because was it a time that you believed that Santa Claus was true? Did you believe that Santa was real? This man in the red suit would come and break into your house effectively, jump down your chimney and leave you some presents? Well, when you believed that to be true, think about how that shaped your behaviours. You'd go to bed early, you would be so excited about it, you'd think it's so magical. And I've got two young sons, and especially Caius as he's been growing up, I've loved seeing that magic, especially in his mind, where he believes it to be true. There's been a couple of comments, you know, over the last year where he's starting to question it, especially where a couple of months after Christmas, we were talking about Lego and how you have to look after it because it cost a lot of money. And he turned around and said, hmm, I thought Santa bought me it. Actually, I think it was you that got me that Lego set. And if you never believed in Santa Claus, I'm sure there there was something that you believed to be true in the past. But when you think about it right now, so if I was to think about it, and if I was even to say Santa Claus is real, automatically my mind just goes, uh-uh, the computer says no. That's absolutely not true. So therefore, at some point in my life, I believed it to be true, but now I completely believe the opposite. And that's the same thing that happens with any belief. 
and our minds actually don't care. We basically just use it as a filtering system, how we delete, we distort, and we generalize. And as I said before, our beliefs, our memories, our experiences are all just one thing that's in your hard drive that your mind is basically using to help basically live and allow you to function. So when you basically reprogram or change that story, your mind can't interpret it in the same way. It can't feel the same way and therefore it can't act the same way as well. Have you ever watched a movie without the volume on it? So imagine watching a horror movie, right? And you don't have that creepy music. Well, automatically it feels different because you're perceiving it, you're experiencing it to be very different as well. And if you've never seen the movie, and there's loads of these on YouTube, but I'd highly recommend jumping onto you know YouTube or any you know video platform and searching for something. One of my favorites is Mrs. Doubtfire in terms of the horror movie version, okay, the trailer. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well, just for some fun. But what this really shows is If you can watch a movie, but if you change the soundtrack to it, it can completely change everything. So I'd encourage you to go and check one out, especially the Mrs. Doubtfire one or any other one, because you'll just see how quickly things can change in terms of how you feel, how you perceive something, and the same thing happens with beliefs. So I want you to think about it. Are your beliefs working for you in your business particularly? Or are they holding you back in some way? And I'm sure that you have got many really powerful and positive beliefs. That's a given. And we're not going to really deal with that in this episode except to say, keep them going, keep topping them up, because if you've got the belief that you can tackle any challenge that comes up, that you can make it happen, you can achieve your goals, then all of those beliefs are massively going to help you make those goals and that reality happen. But let's look at the ones that typically hold you back or other business owners back as well. And from my experience, that there's three common limiting beliefs or limiting stories that can hold us back. And even look at the word belief. Let me jump onto that for a second. Actually think about and spell out the word beliefs. Right in the middle of that word beliefs, so B-E-L-I-E-F-S, you can spell and you can see the word lie, right? And that just shows you that actually your beliefs are really a lie, but for you, you believe them to be true. And that's what I meant by before, how why you could believe something to be true, but for somebody else, it could be completely the opposite because actually they're all a lie and we just choose them to be the structure that we use to delete and distort and generalize. So the three most common beliefs that I've come across are the beliefs of not being good enough. And we've talked about that in the comparisonitis episode at episode five. So if you haven't checked that out, go and check out the show notes or hop over to rapidtransformation.co.uk slash five, because that's all about how we can look at other people and think we're not good enough or we're not doing enough or we're being slower or you know in a different journey compared to them but again that all is a story and that's something that absolutely can hold you back and make life harder than it really needs to be. The other belief that can hold you back is that you don't have enough time. So that's where you might feel like you're that busy bee, that you're just constantly running around, you're not being as productive. And again, over the last couple of episodes, we've talked about strategies that can help you to become more productive and also mindsets and habits, especially what Joe Bendel shared on the last episode. But if you've got the belief that you don't have enough time, it doesn't matter what strategies or what tactics you use because you'll always be kind of fighting against that overpowering belief that you have that 
it doesn't matter because you're always running late or you always will be behind. So that's why we need to absolutely deal with the beliefs. If I'm working with any client, they might come to me with a presenting problem and it could be that they're procrastinating or they're not getting their results that they want. And instead of just trying to deal with the surface structure, well, actually, I'll go right to understanding with what's really at the core of this. What's at the root? And typically, it's a mindset, it's a belief, it's their memories, it's their associations. And that's where once we deal with that, you can see magic happening really quickly. And the third belief that's one of the most common that can hold business owners back is not having enough money or the beliefs that you have around money. So this can impact what you charge in terms of your products or your services, or even if you've got products and you know the way that you talk about them to other people, do you see them as being, oh, they're quite expensive or, oh no, they're, they're so cheap, you know? Both sides of the spectrum can make an impact. And also it can have an impact in terms of how you handle and how you deal with money as well. I absolutely love the book by Gay Hendricks, The Big Leap, and he talks about the upper limit. I'll put a link in the show notes for this book. But basically what he talks about it is like a thermostat. So imagine in your house, if you've got your thermostat up, especially if you're in Scotland, well, apart from today, because the time of recording this, we had scorching weather. I got into the car and it was 36 degrees. That's just unheard of here. But think about it in the house. You have your radiators on or you have your central heating on and you've set it to a certain temperature on the thermostat. So what then happens is if the room is cooler than that, the heaters will kick in until you get to reach that thermostat temperature. Let's say, for example, for talking sake, it is 25 degrees. Well, after you get to 25 degrees, what will happen? The heaters will turn off and therefore the room will start to cool down until it hits a kind of a threshold where it'll then kick back in for it to then go, right, yep, let's get the heating back on. Or if it gets too hot, for example, you know, when it gets to that 25 degrees or above, then the heating will kick off until it starts to bring the temperature down again. This often can happen in terms of our money blueprint and our money beliefs especially. So if you've got like an upper limit in terms of how much you value yourself or how much you believe that you can earn or how much money you can even have in the bank, for example, what can often happen is once you reach what your upper limit is, you can start to trigger behaviors and thoughts and patterns that can make you start to sabotage yourself. You might stop taking action, which then means that things start to slow down. Even though you got to that point, you were getting momentum, why is it that things can start to go backwards rather than forwards? It could be that you've hit your upper limit and therefore your mindset and your whole belief system is trying to basically sabotage you to get you back to where you're comfortable. As I say, a lot of these beliefs are completely out with our awareness. We don't even see them. And that's why, again, especially when you're working with others or the, the, the job that I have about coaching and mentoring others, that's what I'm always picking up on. And I'm literally shining the spotlight and the mirror onto other people saying, have you realized that this is what you've been saying to yourself? Because I've heard you say it so many times out loud. But if you're saying that to yourself internally, well, no wonder you're struggling or you're finding it hard or you're really kind of going around in circles because actually your beliefs are massively impacting even without you even realizing it. 
So let me share a few more examples with you. When I was growing up, I used to have a specific belief that I wasn't good around numbers and in particular around money. And this manifested itself in many, many different ways. I would shy away from conversations around money. I would look at numbers and I'd start to get a headache, for example, and I'd go, oh, it's really complicated. And in my earlier career, I was a HR manager in Marks and Spencers, and every Monday we would have a management meeting for a couple of hours where we'd all go through and talk about our numbers, our budgets, if we've hit target, if we were behind. And honestly, it would get to like 11 a.m. and I'd start to kind of have this feeling start to rise in my stomach in terms of, right, I need to know my numbers. And I'd look at this spreadsheet effectively that'd get printed off and it would all look like a foreign language to me. And I'd look at my absence rate and I'd try and commit it to memory and I I wanted to make sure I knew what the store's sales target and the forecast were in case somebody asked me so I didn't feel stupid. But honestly, they were just numbers and never really fully felt like I understood or I comprehended them. And then when I went on one of my NLP courses many years ago as a student, I then recognised this and I thought, well, why is it that I've got this this fear or this, this horrible icky feeling or a belief that I'm not good around numbers? And we did some work around this using a technique that I use with all my clients. And it basically helps you tap into your unconscious mind to get to the root cause of where this belief stems from. Because these beliefs, you were not born with them. Only two kind of beliefs and fears that we were born with, you know, the fear of loud noises and the fear of falling. Everything else is a learned behaviour. So when I went on to using this particular technique, I then was able to identify a memory that I'd never ever associated with this before and never had thought about. And let me kind of share it with you. When I was growing up, my dad had a shop and I used to think I was a nice big boy, you know, acting all grown up, going there on a weekend and liking to serve customers on the till. And I remember there was one time, this memory takes me back to, where somebody came and bought a newspaper. I rang it up in the till. I took the the money, a note, and then I put the money in the till, closed the till, and that was it. And the customer was looking at me like, where's my change? And I was looking at him like, why do you expect me to give you money back because you're taking this newspaper? And the other worker that was there was my aunt. She basically just went, oh, sorry. And she sorted out the change for, for the gentleman. And then he went away and I was so confused. And then she tried to explain it to me. So she got the five pound note and she broke it down into different coins to basically help me to see that, right, Osman, let's say, for example, it was 20 pence back in the days for that newspaper. She would say, right, well, £4.80 is going back to that customer, but we still get to keep this 20 pence. And when I basically tapped into my unconscious mind using this NLP technique, I just remember hearing myself as a little young Usman basically saying, this just doesn't make sense. This is complicated. And guess what happened? When I uttered those words in my head, my unconscious mind believed that to be true and basically went, okay, your wish is my command. Therefore, effectively, I programmed myself from that moment to believe that anything around numbers were confusing and it didn't make sense. Fast forward that to, you know, 17, 18 years later, when I was working in Marks and Spencers, where literally... I was going into these meetings around numbers and I never connected the dots. I never was thinking about that previous memory, but the way that our minds work, remember, we delete, we distort, we generalize, and that was the root of it. And then using this NLP technique, I was able to completely let go of it. And even to the point thinking, well, that's ridiculous. 
I got a B in my higher maths, I understand. I even did maths in university for first year as well. Obviously, I can understand numbers and it makes perfect sense now. I share that with you because often from my experience, our beliefs are completely not where we think that they would be. You know, they're typically an event or a situation that we've experienced or where we heard someone having a conversation and that literally, either consciously or unconsciously, we took on that decision to believe that to be true and therefore that then had a ripple effect and would completely impact how we'd think, how we'd feel and how we'd act accordingly. It also makes me think about when I was in primary school, my primary teacher came and whispered in my ear and said, Usman, can you just mime when it was coming down to singing for the the show? And at that point, I just went, okay, this is someone that I hold an authority and I, you know, have trust in her. If she says that I am not a good singer, effectively, that's how I interpreted it in my mind. Obviously, don't sing. And therefore, from that moment, it wasn't a big deal, but I took on that belief that I'm not good at singing. And therefore, you know, if we ever got to a karaoke kind of event or anything, I'd be like, uh, uh, there's no way in hell that you'd see me up there. Obviously, now that I address and I understand that that was just a belief, then I don't have that same belief. And um, you never know, you might see me on a karaoke, especially if we're out partying. I digress. So anyway, there's so many examples and I want you to start to get curious around where are their beliefs or where are their things that you hold yourself back around? You know, for example, I've worked with a client, I think I mentioned this on a previous episode, where he had this belief around even being an entrepreneur and the way that his family and other people viewed entrepreneurs. And we got to the root cause of that belief that he had We let go of the emotions that he had attached to it and that belief and he smashed his 90-day revenue target in 30 days. And the only thing that he said that was different was he didn't have that belief and therefore he didn't have that heavy feeling anymore and that impacted the conversations that he was having, the actions that he was taking and that was all down to letting go of that limiting belief. There's also another client that I always love seeing him in the spotlight now And he came to me initially and he used to absolutely hate public speaking. Even though he used to actually perform as a musician as well, but the key thing here is that he'd always get nervous. He'd even kind of feel sick in the toilets before he'd even go and have to talk. He'd get those sweaty palms, etc. And again, using an NLP technique, we were able to understand where did it stem from? And for him, I believe, um, from memory, it was back in school. And that memory was absolutely clouding the belief that he had. We got rid of that. And again, since then, I've, I've personally witnessed him talking with hundreds of people and he absolutely thrives in that environment as well. He gets to now use his wealth dynamics and his entrepreneurial superpower as being a star profile to the max because he doesn't have that belief holding him back anymore. And again, as I say, I can go on and on and on. There's so many different kind of situations and all it can take is one comment or one experience that literally could completely have a massive impact on you and your business and not always in a good way. I remember, uh, again, this was probably about a year ago, probably even a wee bit longer than that actually from memory, where um, I was working with a network marketing company and one of the leaders contacted me and said, Asman, could you absolutely help a member of my team because they were completely flying first couple of years they reached certain levels but over the last year their performance and their confidence was literally just going down and down and down and we had an unstuck session and I got to the root cause of it in terms of you know where they lost that confidence and do you know what happened 
they were at a, a training event and they were really confident. They were so excited to be there and they put their hands up and it was an external kind of speaker there and they put their hands up to ask a question and the response, and honestly, it still makes my blood boil when I kind of think about it. The, the speaker basically said something along the lines of, hmm, that's an interesting question for a leader to ask in a very derogatory way. And at that point, this particular business owner just wanted the whole room to swallow her up. She completely felt small, she felt belittled, she felt, oh my God, that means that I'm not I'm not a good leader, that I'm not good enough. And honestly, from that moment, the way that she described it to me was everything started to kind of basically become undone. All her hard work, her confidence, and what she had grown started to basically just evaporate. And the, the really scary thing is that even before speaking to her, she consciously did not connect the dots. She didn't even realise, and she didn't even remember that that event. So it wasn't like she was having sleepless nights or she was always thinking about it, but this was the one event that literally, if we let that continuously go on and on and on, just think what impact that could have had in terms of her business. And most likely she would have just given it up and not even pursued it any longer. So I'm sure you can see that I'm absolutely passionate about helping you and others to basically make sure that your beliefs are absolutely working for you. So I want to make this a bit practical for you. So the first thing that you need to do is actually start to bring them to your awareness. Start to identify, you know, what are the things that you hear yourself saying over and over again, even if it's in your own head? What are some of the things that when you see other people doing that you go, oh, it's okay for them because, and again, another one I hear often is, it's okay for them because they don't have kids or they've got a partner that gives them money to help them grow their business. I've heard it all, right? But all those things that you say, they absolutely show you what you believe to be true. And often that's actually what you believe to be true for you in your world. So I want you to start to get curious about, you know, what are you saying? What are your beliefs? And even just trust yourself. And again, obviously we can't go into the details of the powerful NLP techniques because they are very powerful. And I would never want you to open up pants Dora's box to kind of then, you know, get to that memory until you can effectively deal with it and make sure that you can completely let it go. But even starting to get curious around, you know, where does this stem from? Because even if you start to ask your unconscious mind, where does this stem from? You most often will have that flash of, oh, here's an event. And just get curious, why did your mind flag that event for you? And then you can start to look at it and go, hmm, how did I feel about it? Or what did I decide at that point? And then there's also a way that you can ask 11 powerful questions. So again, I use a combination of NLP techniques to really get these results with my clients. So I'd like to share two of these powerful questions today so that you can start to look and start to basically shake up those beliefs. So first of all, identify a belief. And the more specific it is, the better. For example, if it's like, I'm not good at picking up the phone. I'm not good at sales, whatever that might be. I'm not confident when going on video, for example, doing Facebook Lives. It doesn't matter. As long as when you think about it, it activates that feeling for you like, oh yeah, that's that, that feels true. I, I can't do that or I don't believe I can. And literally give yourself a rating so that you can think about, well, how strong is that current belief? You know, out of 10, is it a complete 100% solid belief or is it a belief that's like mm, a two or a three out of 10? It doesn't matter because even if it's a belief, you know, one out of 10, it still will have an impact on you. But obviously, if it's really kind of high up the charts, then that will have a bigger impact and probably is more obvious in terms of how it holds you back as well. 
And then ask yourself these two powerful questions. And again, these will be over at the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 10. So the first question is, how has this belief held me and my business back so far? And then the second question is, if I don't let this go now, what impact could it have on me and my business? So I want you just to basically get a pen and paper or if you are driving or you're traveling, literally just keep asking yourself those questions over and over again and trust whatever comes out for you. And again, often what I experience from myself and with the clients is when you ask yourself those questions, it starts to give you that kick and starts to basically reprogram and scramble that belief in your unconscious mind to say, no, I don't want it to hold me back anymore because it's already held held me back in these specific ways. So it starts to shake in it. It starts to loosen it. And then give yourself a rating to go, well, how do I now feel about it? And again, as I say, these are only two of the questions. And again, one of the processes and the techniques to actually get rid of those beliefs, but definitely it can start to help you to identify and start on that journey to let them go as well. So as I say, this is something that honestly, I absolutely love doing. It's one of my favorite NLP techniques. And if I was to choose one technique to do for the rest of my life, if I had to, if somebody forced me, it would absolutely be letting go of limiting beliefs because honestly, the impact in terms of how quickly we can get to them and let go of them and how powerfully they can transform you and your business is phenomenal. So if what I've shared with you has sparked something for you in terms of, yes, there is something holding you back. There is beliefs that are kind of making life harder for you and you'd like some help to really once and for all deal with it, I'd absolutely love to help you on that journey. So if you'd love to kind of get rid of a limiting belief, the way that I do that is typically through an unstuck coaching session where it doesn't matter if it's face-to-face or online. The majority of clients I work with these days are using the wonders of video technology and it works equally as powerfully. So if you'd like to kind of really deal with this specifically now and get rid of that limiting belief, then simply drop me an email at osman at rapidtransformation.co.uk. That's Osman, O-S-M-A-N at rapidtransformation.co.uk. Again, I'll put links in the show notes and let me know what is that belief that's holding you back and why do you want to let it go? And I'll then share with you how we can make that happen to basically allow you to get out your way. So as we start to wrap up this episode, I just want you to think about what life and what business will look like and feel like when you let go of that belief. Because without that belief, remember, your mind has to completely reevaluate. Once you get rid of the belief, the way that I like to think about it is like a snow globe. You shake it up and then the snow has to land in a very different way. The picture looks different as well. And what then happens is your perceptions change, your stories change, the way that you talk about it, the way that you think about it changes, the way that you view actions can completely change as well. And therefore, ultimately, your results can have a better success of materializing the way that you want to make them happen. So What can happen often is once you let go of beliefs is you can get quite consciously aware of, oh, why do I feel different about this? So the next time, for example, you know, if you get rid of a limiting belief that you're not good at public speaking, the next couple of times you might be aware of, hmm, I actually don't feel as nervous. I feel quite confident. And then what then happens, you know, really quickly is even when someone asks you to do that talk or to speak to that group of people, 
it doesn't even phase you. It doesn't even enter your mind that you would think anything different. And that's where it shows you that that new belief has really kind of taken grip and that now becomes your new autopilot behavior. And that's what I'd love you to experience and the beliefs that are going to help you grow yourself and grow your business. So again, you can find all the show notes for this episode over at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 10, along with details on how you can get unstuck in terms of getting rid of these limiting beliefs through a coaching session with me. Until next time, bye for now. If you feel like you're still just scratching the surface and growing your business, and even with all the action that you're taking, you still regularly feel stuck or frustrated, then the chances are you're hitting one of the three business growth blocks that many entrepreneurs and business owners face. But don't worry, you can rapidly transform that from today. Simply start by taking my free business growth block quiz to see if your design, mindset and strategies are currently working for you or against you. Your results will help you put your finger on the elements that need your immediate focus. Plus, you'll also get access to a short video series with lots of practical ways to either fine-tune or overhaul each of these essential foundations. Take the free quiz now over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz.